This is Earth Safety Evolve. In this podcast episode, you are going to learn and explore this beautiful planet. Be with us because we love Earth and Earthlings. Welcome to ESV podcast. You are listening to Uzma Seher from Earth Safety Valve. And today on this podcast, we have an amazing guest, Ms. Yasmin B, who will be enlightening us more on moving Earth and its origin. So let's proceed with an introduction and education background. Ma'am, please let our audience know how this journey started and what motivated you to explore this planet. Over to you, ma'am. Okay, thank you for the Hi, everyone. I'm Yasmina Banao from Burkina Faso. I'm currently studying water engineering at Pan-African University of Water, Energy and Climate Change. I'm also a climate advocate at FVC. It's a program which provides young, young climate activists with the knowledge and tools to mobilize climate action. And above all, I currently work in the team of data and research at Earth Safety Valve. Uh, how did journey started? All started by a simple curiosity. I'm a kind of person who is concerned by everything and used to say that at least the environment where we are living should be known well to allow us better live. As you know, I'm doing water engineering and water is a vital component of our planet. It covers around 71% of the Earth's surface and is unique among the rocky planets in the solar system in having Austin. So to know the origin of water on Earth, I had to make some research in the field of planetary science. That's all my journey. Okay, ma'am, that's a really nice introduction about you. And we have a few questions on which we will be discussing the further. So the first question is, as we are aware that the origin of universe is nothing but a massive explosion which occurred around 20 billion years ago. Is this a hypothesis or a fact according to you? To me, it's an hypothesis because it's impossible to observe directly what happened at the beginning of the universe. Even scientists continue to study and refine the theory as new observation and data became uh, available. Okay. The next question which we have is, there are three major theories on the origin of Earth. How do you tell which theory has its massive contribution in explanation to the formation of Earth and the common difference they have? Uh, yeah, sure. There are three theories regarding the origin of the Earth. And these, the first one are nebula hypothesis. The second, planetesimal hypothesis. And the last one, gazetidal hypothesis. The common difference comes from the formation of the Earth. As illustration, I can say that the nebula hypothesis suggests that 
earth was formed from the clouds of gas and dust that was left that was left over after the formation of the sun. Then the planet is in the hypothesis. It suggests that Earth was formed from small bodies called planetismals that collided and stuck together to form larger bodies. Finally, the largest tidal hypothesis, which suggests that half was formed from a cloud of gas that was pulled together by tidal forces. Thank you. That was a really good explanation. So the next question which we have is, what are the predictable changes at the time of Earth's rotation? As we believe that there happens to be a climate change, but is there any other change? Mm, okay. The, the predictable changes during Earth's rotation include changes in the length of a day and night, changes in the position of the sun and stars, in the sky and changes in the direction of wind and ocean currents. Yes, of course, apart from climate change, which is one of the most significant changes that that's are experiencing in the world right now, there are many other changes happening in the world right now. For example, we have changes to wetness and dryness to winds, snow and ice, coastal areas and oceans. There are also changes in technology that are changing the way we live our life. Information was so perfect. The next mm. question which we have is, we have origin of Earth early theories and origin of Earth modern theories. Do you think these have changed over time and is it that there might be some things that will leave modern theories behind? Yes, theories, theories about the origin of health have changed over time as new discoveries and evidence have been seen, have been found, of course. Early theories were based on religious beliefs and myths while modern theories are based on scientific evidence and observation. As for whether modern theories will be left behind by new discoveries, it's always possible that new evidence could come to light by our current understanding of the universe. Thank you. Thank you for that prompt response. There's another question which we have is, why do you think the prediction of happening or non-happening of earthquakes is not achieved successfully? Um, to me, it's not possible to accurately predict exactly where or when earthquakes uh, will occur because earthquakes are dynamic system happening miles underground and occurring in slow geological time. So it's going to be a long time before we can do it, even if nowadays scientists do have a good understanding regarding how they occur. Thank you.
I had been searching for reliable answers to my questions and you have certainly provided them. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Let's proceed on for the next question. As we are at ESV, promote and try to educate people on how to preserve the Mother Earth. Would you like to add some points so that there will be better changes from the people around the world? Mm, yes, of course. So to preserve the Mother Earth, people should first reduce, reuse and recycle. This will help to reduce the amount of waste that goes into landfills and reduce the amount of resources used to make new products. Then I think people should use appliances and light bulbs in order to reduce the amount of energy used in your home and save you money on your energy bills. Uh, after that, people should plant trees and other vegetation to absorb carbon dioxide from atmosphere and provide habitats for wildlife. And the last one is to use less water. That will help to control water resources and reduce the amount of energy used to treat transport water. Thank that was so helpful, ma'am. Thank you so much. And the last question which we have for you today is, it would be a pleasure to know about your self-experienced research, which would encourage the young minds to dive deep into geography or any works which you would like to present here. Okay about uh, the few experience that i got i can say that the way geography is taught at school is not sometimes motivating students to learn and have fun nothing in the geography program support their capacity to engage with it and enabling them to appreciate the implications of their own action and those of others on the planet. So when I was in secondary school, we were doing only theory in class, never practical work in geography, no competitions and data collections. That is not the best way to encourage young minds to dig into uh, um, geography. So I suggest that students participate in field work where they collect data and analyze it using geographic information system, GIS software. Another way it is to provide students with opportunities to conduct research on topics that interest them. So this can be done through science fairs or other research competitions. Thank you lines of yours really inspire us. Mm -hmm. Thank you, ma'am, mm -hmm. for being here with us on this podcast. You're welcome. Thank you so much. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the ep entire episode. And for what? We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Spotify.
Thank you. Thank you.